20 by 14 Reflections on Studying Architecture Abroad The Podcast Read and look at the pictures Carefully Is it possible to read a book that is written in an unknown language? Is it possible to read a book that is not written with words and printed on paper or formatted on a PDF? A student of Architecture Abroad has a mandatory reader, even if it's not reported on any syllabus. Although no written in words, that text is still readable. It's the city. The city is a textbook, compelling and surprising. To be understood, it simply needs commitment and motivation, some vocabulary and grammar, and, last but not least, a good teacher to help you discover thoughts hidden behind shapes. The city and the opportunity to live in a city as a citizen is the main learning outcome for a semester abroad in architecture. Hi to all for a new episode of the podcast 20 by 14. Today in front of me I have uh, Marco Brizzi, a friend, an educator, critical thinker in the field of design and architecture, which I'm uh, super happy to host uh, in this episode. Ciao Marco! Ciao Franco. With Marco, uh, we share the role of uh, being uh, tutors and educators for students abroad, because Marco is uh, teaching not only in uh, various Italian universities, but also uh, here in Florence is teaching in the architecture program of both Kent State University and Cal State. So for sure, is another of those uh, friends who have a lot to deal with uh, uh, interculture and, uh, uh, and abroadness. So Marco, um, can you please uh, tell us a little bit more about your background and about your uh, experiences of being abroad or dealing with people being abroad? Well. From my background, I've been educated as an architect, although my early interest was about architecture, history, and criticism, I, uh, I developed a very intense relationship with architectural education. So I started working as a teacher right after my degree in the School of Architecture, University of Florence, back in 1997. As for the being abroad. Uh, as an individual, I do travel very little. Uh, because of this, I believe I have tried to grow an inclination uh, to try to understand the importance of distance. Uh, as a teacher, this propensity is at least a necessary, if not mandatory, condition, in my opinion. And it is a matter of, un of understanding which way offering students the conditions of being abroad, that is fundamental for every teacher. Uh, we are talking about teaching architecture abroad because we are both professors in, in the universities that have branches in Florence, but this is also true for any kind of educator uh, at every level, I think. Uh, but I do appreciate and value, of course, the educational experience as uh, uh, something that uh, enriches what might be offered in the home country for a student. I know from experience that few students understand immediately how important these might be for their growth. 
to spend time in Florence, for instance. But in almost every case, years later, the value of these things is growing enormously. The same is true for every trip and every opportunity uh, to get to know each other, human relations, of course. But the special condition of being abroad is something that you 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 get immediately and you understand later on that that's my uh, early uh, reflection on this topic great as i said before uh, you are collaborating with uh, uh, kent state university and california state university here in florence which are two of the oldest architecture program in uh, in florence maybe together with uh, uh, Syracuse University, and in your uh, in your capacities as an historian, I'm pretty sure you studied and you have uh, a, an overall image of uh, what uh, studying architecture in Florence has been in the last, uh, I would say, 50 years. I remember a couple of years ago you invited me for 50 years of existence of uh, of the of the program of. California State University. Can you briefly uh, sum up the story of the relationship in between uh, study abroad architecture and our city, Firenze? Yeah, it's a very, it's a very long time. Uh, I can main, maybe I can just uh, uh, tell you something about my own experience since I started teaching Cal State Florence uh, 21 years ago, so quite a long time. I was there um, after a very early foundation of the school and the architecture program, program initially started with Adolfo Natalini and Cristiano Toraldo di Francia. Later, um, Gianni Pettena joined the team of professors and I have been following since uh, the year 2000. Uh, what I immediately perceived over there, uh, after being involved in such a uh, magic context, because I, I was American students, and especially in that very case, California students, they were thinking, thinking about spaces by modeling it with carton board models, uh, models made out with, of many materials that were totally unexpected to me and they were working so well uh, i'm talking about the age that was already the digital age but the the dissemination of softwares for architectural design uh, was not that pervading uh, in a, in a matter of a few years i discover a dramatic change uh, both the italian students and the americans uh, they were merging and they meeting into a place that was probably generated by the capacity of these new means of designing were generating. I attended an evolution of the way of thinking about architecture largely before producing it. And that was contrasting my early appreciation of the importance for those American students to study abroad because the tools were the same, but the mental condition was different. So if you ask me what being abroad means, I can tell you that this is something independent from the tools, this is independent from also the professors. It is a mental condition. 
being abroad is both a physical and an intellectual condition, actually. When the condition of being abroad becomes physical, uh, just as the post-pandemic condition seems to make it increasingly difficult and therefore desirable, then the consequences of the mental condition are even more powerful. So this is something that we should, we should reflect upon. I think, in this very moment and in the years to come. Yes, Mark, I totally agree. And uh, one of the reasons, and I hope the outcomes of uh, 20 by 14, the book, uh, is uh, to share with the reader this uh, idea that uh, uh, students abroad are not tourists, but uh, are uh, students that are implementing their CVs, their background with uh, an international component that uh, is becoming fundamental, especially, as you said, as of now, in which uh, screens can, can completely destroy distances and can give a completely different take on, uh, on the content of the curricula study of, uh, of universities. Marco, um, by curiosity, since we are closing each uh, passage is episode. oh sorry i was forgetting thank you for mentioning uh, adolfo natalini and cristiano toraldo di francia as uh, seminal figures of the relationship in between uh, uh, firenze and study abroad together with other figures that uh, interview by interview are popping out. And we both owe uh, a lot to Cristiano and, uh, and Adolfo as mentors, as, uh, as professors. Just to be less serious in closing this uh, interview, uh, in your uh, experience with uh, English-speaking students of the past 20 years, as you said, I'm pretty sure that you have a few episodes that you want to share with us of what I usually call the formative misunderstanding. I mean, in study abroad, I used to say, and I said in many pages of my book, that what we are teaching to deal with discomfort, because this is one of the main uh, outcome and learning tools of study abroad is uh, to learn discomfort, which again is very actual as of today. But sometimes these moments are very uncomfortable at first, and they become important only, only after. Uh, well... That might be the topic for a Congress because misunderstanding is fundamental uh, for knowledge, is fundamental for architectural education as well. And misunderstanding is there in, uh, in being abroad because uh, you may suppose that when you are abroad, you don't know or you are unable to understand everything around yourself. So that's a fundamental condition which is uh, also essential for, uh, for the capacity of, uh, of a traveler as a student to uh, question the space around yourself or the conditions that you may encounter. Uh, as an unexpected uh, formative, I would say, misunderstanding or unexpected thing, I would say, I can tell you that many students fall in love during their time in Florence, not that this is entirely unexpected, actually, because students know, and this is one of the reasons why some students uh, want to, to travel, to meet other people, to, to have a sentimental relation with them. But this happens, and sometimes students get married. Uh, 
uh, while abroad. Umberto Eco was uh, talking about the new generations of students that were emerging after uh, the European programs of exchange between uh, schools and universities, the so-called Erasmus program. And he said that uh, the next generations after these programs uh, were probably better uh, oriented towards the understanding of the European condition at large. That happens especially when students meet older students and maybe they establish uh, a more intimate relation with them. They get married, for instance, or maybe they move uh, to the other country for their entire life. And that encourages relations and exchanges much more than ever. Nice, and it's not a case that uh, one of the, of the chapters of the book is titled Fall in Love, where not by chance, sure. <laughs> uh, hidden be behind this title, there is an opportunity to, to use a different uh, vector in a relationship with, with their field of studies. So basically, I'm trying to suggest, try to use the semester abroad to fall in love with architecture and without treating architecture as a boring task you have to face because you are enrolled in a school of architecture, but try at least then if you don't like it you can go back to your normal life but that's my um, that's my point and i do agree with you that uh, this emotional relationship must be cultivated today more than ever i feel like the the register of emotional experiences is uh, uh, is necessary as of, as of today referential things uh, go perfectly on YouTube or on videos, but the fact of being physically abroad is, is, an, is an opportunity that is offered to students to develop and to train and to test their emotional capacities of dealing with, uh, with situation. And I'm super happy that you mentioned uh, uh, these in your, uh, in your intervention. A closing comment? Well, I, I had your book in my hands before its uh, distribution, and I didn't understand everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a, it, it has been a great experience. I love the way you, 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 you introduced the, the, uh, the matter of architecture to students. I know these uh, since I joined many uh, juries and creeds in your studios, and I... Uh, had the possibility to recognize your qualities and this very attitude you have in the pages of the book. So uh, just a compliment to, to give an end to this conversation. Uh, I thank you very much for inviting me. No, thank you for being with us and thank you for your nice word. And uh, I hope to see you in person very soon. Uh, stay in touch. Grazie Marco.